Fuck off, I'm not bullshitting, mate. Hello everyone and welcome to this week's episode of the Fellowship of the Tabletop, Bellum Draconis. We are a live play 5e d podcast set in the magical home-brewed world of Erith in the kingdom of Sleetgard. My name is Mark and I am the Dungeon Master and also with us for this week's episode, we have Callum who plays the Warforged Artificer, Alpha. Meep boop up. We've got Will who plays the human cleric, Emron. Gonna do a montage. Darren who plays the high elf Artificer, Reigns Haddow. Gonna join Alpha in doing a beep bop. <laughs> wow, there was more to that one. <laughs> and Ian, who plays the Tiefling Warlock, Nick's Corral. I, I, no, I can't, I can't carry that one on. I want to hear Darren go beepity bop bop again. Beepity bop bop bop, Alpha Alpha, let's put this in the memory bank. Remember the tune, because it's going to be a good one. Beepity bop 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 bop, scooby bop bop bop. Isn't there an I episode like of Hey Doggy where that happens? Pretty much. You've just got your scat badge. <laughs> You've earned your Power Ranger imitation badge. <laughs> aye, aye, aye. Callum's still waiting to receive that one. Um, yes. uh, <laughs> I, I give them out. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, Man, this has gone off the rails quick. Yep. It's standard, though. It's standard practice. Hi, everyone. I'd be having a wonderful Friday or whatever day you're listening to this on. Yeah. Hope it's a good day. Hope it's a fantastic day. Hope you're having a great time. Well, I hope you've had a good day or are going to have a good day. Feel good any. Friday, guys. Yeah. Absolutely. Or just, you know, in general, just, you know, any participle you want, just let's hope it all, let's hope it's all fine and dandy. Hope it's all fine and dandy. Hope you're well, man. Hope you're well. Good to see you four as well. Right. Let's do some flipping D&D, baby. Let's go straight over to our in-house rules consultant, Will, for an update. And what happened on last week's episode of the Fellowship of the Tabletop? Big Previously on the Fellowship of the Tabletop, <laughs> Nick's unfortunately died because he interrupted Epic Voiceover Man. Uh, no, what actually happened? Reigns and Alpha decided to go on a little midnight tryst through the pub. They went down into the cellars there. Tryst, yeah, you know, it's when you go and have a little. You know, look it up. Okay, well. Jaunt would also have sufficed. They went down into the cellar. There, Reigns had a chance to speak with Kennard, and Reigns revealed that he needs to get in touch with Helen O'Sleekguard. Words were exchanged, and Reigns decided he needed to perhaps become a little bit more famous before Helen was going to pay attention to their goals. Returning upstairs, they returned to their room where Rain spent the rest of the night pondering his great project of building a suit of armor to wear. Morning arose, and unfortunately, so did a full moon in uh, Emron and Nix's <laughs> room. Emron awoke to see Nix butt naked, butt in the air. Emron decided to move on from this. Emron leaving the room, went out and did a little bit of a workout. Later, Nix awoke, demanding coffee. Alpha 
help Nyx find coffee. Whereupon Nyx and Alpha went down to the main bit of the bar, where Nyx promptly made the DM pull some NPCs out of his ass. <laughs> After bothering those NPCs for a while, Nyx returns to Alpha, and our story continues. We start outside of the half Hoof Inn, back door, oh, yeah. nearby. That's okay, I'll move you over, baby, don't you worry. Um, over by uh, a nice set of broken down boxes, which Emron had taken some time to break down uh, at the behest of one of the young proprietors of the half Hoof Inn, not Kennard. As the misted rain starts to fall in the early morning haze, the grey sun barely makes it through the deep a thick clouds that hang overhead across the city this morning. Uh, Emron, you see the figure of Ta- Sir Tanabari, the large hulking human knight that had helped you the previous day, collapse in the rain and mud in front of you. He falls face first, splat, into the mud after relieving his sword down to his side. He lies there still. You're about 20 feet away from him at the moment. What would you like to do? Uh, Emron will stop what he's doing, leave his hammer and his chainmail cloak and his pack um, against the wall where he's left it, and he'll sort of shout towards the door, uh, and the rest of the pub going, can I get some help out here? Alpha, Rins, Nix! And he will then dash down the uh, alleyway to Sir Tanabari and attempt to flip him over, and then I'd like to do a medicine check on him. Okay, a couple of checks there all off the bat, which is great. Yes. Um, firstly, could I ask that Nix, Alpha, and Reigns, could you all make perception checks, please, to see if you can hear the call of Emron inside the tavern of the Harfu Finn? Uh, Nix, what did you get? I got a natty 20 for 23. On, on a perception check. Nice. I see okay. everything. Um, and Alpha, what did you get? Nine. Nine and reigns. I got a natty one for a four. Okay, so uh, only Nix hears your call, Emron. Um, before we go over to you guys and you can respond to that, Nix, I am just going to allow you to try and flip them over. That's probably going to be a strength check, please. Um, so you want no- an athletics check? Uh, yes, please, athletics, please. You can't really plie over him and use acrobatics. Uh, that's a ten. Uh, that is enough. It was just a 10 to, to flip him. He is on his side. Uh, he's on his front, but he's, yes, it's heavy, but it's not massively heavy. And he actually helps slightly as well. And you can see him pushing his hand down, giving you the idea that he is in some way conscious. And he said you want to find to do a med- medicine check on him. Is that right? Yeah, just to find out what's happened to him. He's got an archaic, old style armor, which really didn't notice he had the helmet off before, but his helmet kind of opens in a strange way as he's, his hand reaches up, his gauntlet covered hand reaches up to his large face and he pulls the face piece, which just has long, very thin slits down the entire front of it. He pulls it down slightly and then it creaks open to the side, almost like a door to the side. And as it creaks round and leans back on his face, you can see the bloody nose and, and bruised lips of uh, the companion who helped you yesterday. Um, could you give me the medicine check then, please? Yes, I can. That's a 10 again. Okay. Uh, is this just to check his ailment or to help yeah, him in some d- way? D- well, I'm, I'm looking for, you know, is, are there any, like, grievous wounds that I need to to, to heal him of? You know, is, is there blood spurting from locations? You know, 
do I need to provide instant first aid right now? Or is this more of a weary battered man rather than a, I'm going to bleed out on you. Okay. Um, Good, thank you for the clarification on that. You uh, have a quick scan over his face and over his body, working down f- four limbs. Good. Everything seems to be where it should be. And then you check his torso, his abdomen, and um, through the plates of his armor, as you kind of reach through just to feel one hand comes back wetter than before. And you realize that he's bleeding from kind of under the ribs on the left-hand side. Um, it still feels warm. He's, he's currently still bleeding from the ribs around that area. Uh, by that time, you've got that information. Nick's, you would have heard. Um, I've said it's about the right amount of time to kind of realize what's happening, Nick's. Um, you are just walking away from the deaf patron, if you remember, that you tried to convince to go to see the Esmeralda, one of the two only other patrons that you saw in there, one of which is deaf, one of which was a professional book tosser who uh, was very hungover and didn't want to speak to you very much, but did anyway. Uh, and you're walking back over to the central table with Emron, uh, sorry, not with Emron, with Alpha and... Um, Reigns, I think, believe you're still in your room, which probably makes sense why you can't actually hear at the moment what's going on. Uh, Nick, you suddenly hear the shouts from the back door and you are unmistakable that not only is it Emron, it's Emron speaking in distress. What would you like to do? Alpha, quick question. Yes. When your father, Emron, is distressed, is it a high-pitched kind of really quick noise or is it low i am in trouble and i need help like what kind of or is it right get over here i need you now type thing what <laughs> what are we going for it was very much more the third one that's a rather good impression thanks we should go and see him because he's just shouted and he needs help oh okay <laughs> um, yeah alpha's just gonna get up and start <laughs> he's just going to follow Nick to wherever he goes at this moment because he didn't hear anything of uh, do you uh, want to shout your other father Reigns uh, hang on can I do this um, I'll meet you there and then Nick's is going to pick I like that to think that Alpha stops mid stride he goes uh, can I do this me, 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 and I, I'm just saying if I can just send him a message instead um, which in all fairness from where he is I probably can do if I know the general direction of he is I can send yeah. the message through three three to board so I'm just going to kind of put my hand to my temple, send a quick message to Rain to say, Emron has called for aid. Emron has called for aid. Help, help. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, that's cool. Uh, just a quick thing. I've just looked up Trist. It means to meet in an arranged place or time, a verb, usually a private meeting or meeting place that's been arranged by lovers. So your Trist last night was... Uh, that's why I used it. Oh, I, did, I, did, I, I, did choose, I did choose Trist deliberately. It's a very good <laughs> word, Will. I've got it up on my screen now, and I'm very, I'm very keen on it. I'm going to use it. It's the kind of le- word that you learn on one of the loo rolls, isn't it? That's just got... <laughs> yeah. yeah. Word of the day. That's a very good point. Anyway, we're in the heat of, uh, you know, Sultana Bari, the most famous person in the world, is about to die. Um, where do we go? Uh, so Alpha and Nick, you start heading out... We're going to pause there quickly over to, um, to uh, I was going to say Robin then, to Reigns in his room. And Reigns in his room is uh, really, probably intently uh, looking at your uh, Rubik's Cubes and continuing to work on your tinkering. And suddenly this voice enters your head of a very uh, well-known person, Alpha, uh, saying, uh, everyone has called for help. Left it yeah. nice and vague. Also, just on the long rest due diligence, I have prepared new spells. I now have Disguise Self, Tasha's Caustic Brew, and Cure Wounds prepared, which means Sanctuary and Fairy Fire have gone, just so you Thank know. you. Thank you, for, thank you for being very that open and honest with me. That would have been a very good idea. I probably should let you know what I've changed. 
because well, you know, or not, you just, just make it up. Just change it whenever, man. Yeah. I don't change. I've already changed it. But I I've got whatever. two spell slots of wish and one yeah. of uh, power word death, power word kill. Is that it? Is that Where's about right? Death. No, no. I've I've got rid of two. I basically um, got absorb elements, cure wounds, disguise self, and expeditions retreat. And how do the you have four I've... spells? I can prepare four spells. Yes. Have you got an intelligence modifier of four? Uh, no. Then you should be preparing three spells, I think. But cheating. we can talk about Not that in Callum's rule book. Yeah, I cheating. can prepare four. What he does is on his monitor, he has. The Beyond should tell you. It has yeah, the spell four. slots, and then what Callum's done is he's attached a piece of paper to the side of his monitor and he's extended the table <laughs> out and written whatever the fuck I like, whatever the fuck I like, whatever the fuck I like. No, D&D Beyond, Beyond lets me prepare four spells. Okay, is it to you do must with have your modifier of four then? Because could it be a race? I've got could be a racial modifier of three. I'm assuming it's a class thing, maybe. Oh no, it's we'll not a class thing. You racial thing. And I can um, is it the construct? Maybe I don't know. Well, this is fascinating, but we're in the middle of. I don't know, but I get four. But carry on. Fuck it. I'll find out why. Yeah. Anyway, I mean, you know. yeah. so do you didn't disguise self? I want four. Can wins. I get four? What yeah, you I got the do? man. Uh, just nothing apparently. You just oh, <laughs> fuck you. I'm not bullshitting me. <laughs> um, right, range, thank you very much. What Rain will do is he will sweep his hands just over the top of the Rubik's Reese, and all the images on them will disappear, and he'll gather them all back up into the bag of holding. NC will fly out of the bag of holding and start to di- di- disappear down the corridor, and Reigns will follow suit, um, just gathering his things and heading out of the room down towards where wherever this is you uh when actually told where to go just that he was in trouble um, yeah. and as you run through to the front the main tavern you see no one there save two individuals a woman propped up by a drink uh, a man sat eating uh, a bowl of soup and a young man who seems to be serving them both the young man turns to you and smiles there's a, a, a voice that's just shouted through here. It would sound like it, 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 it's one of the dwarven folk from the Hendless Empire. They've been proper kind of, hey, there's something dangerous. Where'd it come from? He just points to the back door. NC flies, Reigns follows. Uh, you step outside and you see uh, Nyx and uh, Alpha just in front of you. Nyx and Alpha, you you are just at the door a couple of seconds beforehand and you see Emron stooped over what looks like a, a mound on the floor about 20 feet down in the rain in front of you. What do you want to do? Emron, uh, what is the situation? Emron will have been um, attempting to sort of stabilize and um, pad the the wound of of Satanabari. So um, Tavod or whatever trying to stop the bleeding initially uh, using more mundane means at the moment. Okay, you're talking just like pressure, um, well, yeah, so material. Yeah, so I want to use your medicine to try and see if I can see if if, if doing that will will stop the bleeding or if, whether I need to. Yeah. Can I gain access to the wound just without removing the armor, or do I have to remove the armor to get to the wound, as it were? That would be an investigation check. Okay. If you can, want I do an do investigation that. check. Yeah, of course you can. Hey. Uh, while you're doing that, Will, would you like to? Sorry. Um, Emron, would you like to also do your medicine check to see if you can stabilize from your current no, location? No, can That's a six. Unfortunately, you cut, you get, you tear off a bit of uh, cloth from a 
satchel you have nearby and you press it to the wound and you hold it there for a few seconds and as you pull it away you use your other hand to feel whether or not the bleeding subsided and it continues to bleed heavily his face is turning pale um cal um alpha what was your investigation check 21 Yes, you notice that there are two clips just to the left-hand side. Uh, Emron's hands are primarily on the left-hand side of his body. You can assume that's where the damage is and deduce that's where the damage is. And on the left-hand side of his body, as you move yourself around, there are a pair of um, old rusted clips that seem to join the front piece of his chest plate onto the back piece, which um, supports his cloak at the back. You you deduce that if you could unclip those, you could get better access to the wound, yes. Okay, uh, then that is what Alpha will do. He'll just quickly kind of drop to his knees, unclip from the side, and just kind of almost f- move Emron's hands to one side and flip up the piece of armor. As you're uh, doing that, Reigns, you've just popped out around the corner and seen uh, Alpha move around to the side and un- unclip these two hinges in order to open his his armor up. All four of you are out there now. Um, he's oh, still bleeding. Oh, shit. That, that, who is that? Is that it's our a, friend from yesterday? That's it's our a friend. Tana Barry. Uh, uh, Tano, can you can you can you talk? Um, he he kind of looks up through the rain as it, as it pitters on his face and looks up at you and just his eyes kind of open and close. His, his pale pale skin looking more pale than before as he tries Emerald. to like mouth something, but nothing seems to come out. Sorry, yeah, I'm not a doctor, um, guys, but Emerald. he needs help. I'm basically going to try and take the bandages that everyone had and use some of my own um, salve that I have as well that is a little bit um, enchanted. I'm just going to cast Cure Wounds on him and be done with it. So he will gain... That shit. Four points of healing. As you hold this salve and material up, the skin almost seems to pull itself back into position. The wound within it starts to heal up and you see him... The blood stops. The skin is smooth where it's, it was was previously injured. The cut through his uh, clothing beneath his armor, and um, he he puts an arm down and kind of leans on it for a second and tries to sit sit up before that slips and he just falls back, heavy breathing as he is just unconscious. But he has stopped. Please do not, please do not rush, uh, Barry. You are in grave pain. His eyes are shut. He's uh, he's unconscious. We need to get him out of this mud and inside and uh, work out what the fuck happened. Yeah, that sounds Agreed. good. That sounds good. I'm going to just go over to, to where my, you, you get one side, I get the other, and we'll get him up. I, I think if, uh, if all four of us uh, do this, it'll be uh, much easier. So let's let's work together, lads. All right, I, I take I'll take this side of his... Upper. His arm. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll go here. Nix, you and uh, Alpha take that end and we'll uh, let's get him inside. All right, Emron, you're going to lead this. We're going to do an aidings check t- test for this. Um, Emron, you lead it with your role. Then the other three, your athletics check is going to either add or remove from his role. We've done these do in we, the past anyway. Do you want me to wait for their role first? or Please, yeah. So uh, Nix... Emron and Alpha. Sorry, Nix, Reigns and Alpha. If you give me just an athletics check, so your D20 plus your athletics modifier, and then wherever that falls, it's either going to be a plus or a minus to Emron's score. So he's kind of taking the lead on the on the check, if that's all right. It's a bit more fun to do it this way. So uh, start with Nix. What did you roll? Eight. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, Reigns, what did you roll? Eleven. Okay, thank you. And Emron? No, sorry, Emron. Alpha. 20. 
20. Lovely. Okay, so that is a minus one from Nix, a plus one from uh, Reigns, which evens themselves out. So we're sitting on a plus three modifier on top of your score, whatever you roll, uh, Will. So if you'd like to roll, cool. add your athletic modifier, then add three. Uh, that would be 17. Including the plus three? Yeah. I Lovely. rolled 14, plus three, 17. It was a 16 to pass. It was quite a heavy chap. Quick math. Um, nice. Good stuff. Well, there's four of you on it, so well, there you go. Nice job there and what i like to imagine is that maybe that um nix gets a little distracted whilst holding one of the arms and the shoulder drops slightly but because emron's uh, sorry i keep doing that alpha is on that side alpha's actually holding at the hip and kind of supports the weight from both sides given the 20 um reigns you do a fine job of supporting that side and we managed to pick him up he is now up i assume we're moving indoors but yeah i was gonna get him indoors okay you managed to get him to the door and squeeze him through the narrow back door of the um half hoof in where where are you going? Where are you taking him? What do you want to do? Um, find the nearest table, putting him on it, and then uh, is it um, a quieter? Is it a quieter place? Yeah, I think one of the rooms is a better suggestion. Emerald. Well, let's just. I'm just getting him in and then sending the lad to go get a healer. I'm just so saying he's quite heavy. If we're going to move him once, let's just get him into the room that yeah, we want I'm, to be I'm, in. I'm starting to think that's the right idea. Let's go for one of the rooms. Sure, we'll we'll squeeze down a small corridor with him. That's fine. Let's go. Yep, great. Let's do that. Thank you. Okay. Um, with some difficulty, you do manage to keep him kind of upright and through the corridor, you get him. Um, there are both your rooms that are, you know are free. Is that is that one of the rooms you're thinking of going to, Emron? Yeah, just yeah. the closest one, I assume, onto a bed. Which Quick, be, onto Nick's bed. Yeah, which is Nick's and Emron's room. And, <laughs> I was unslept in. <laughs> and um, you, you pop him on top, armour and all, clanking wet, sopping wet, all, all four, four or five of you even are uh, at this point. As he lays there, his large chest, <sighs> big breaths coming in and out as he takes these deep gulping breaths of air, though he is stable at this moment. And all four of you in the small squat room um, look down at the huge, his legs are kind of hanging off at the knee almost, the length of this bed, um, as he lies on his back, um, and you all are just there looking at him. What would you like to do? Uh, Is there a, <laughs> important question? Are you gonna loot, or am I gonna Nick, loot? Go get the lad and ask him to go fetch the local healer or whatever they've got, so we can. That's get what I meant. Local. Yeah, I said loot. Now. I meant local healer. Me and you, God, on the same. Yep, I, I hear you. I'm go going now. Go. You off turns about and yeah. goes. Okay. Uh, for expediency, before we get to the other three of you, let's just say you manage to find him and tell him, yeah. and he he skedaddles off, and then you can make your way back in in about you know thirty seconds or so. Okay, over to the other three of you. What do you want to do? I'm going to look around if there is a water jug in this room. NC is going to take his top hat off, and I'm going to pour the water into the top of NC, throw in some auburn leaf tea leaves and just start to brew up some cure wounds myself. I'll be able to provide him some assistance myself when when that's done the brewing. Uh, hopefully, Alpha's um, patched much so we won't die. I'll just, someone needs to uh, think about his long-term health and just getting him back to to rightness. Um, well, whatever he found is fucking deadly. Um I'm going to have a thought at this and think that if this is to send us a message, uh, Nix may have been onto something there. I, I, I promise I'm not robbing him. And I'm just going to see if there's any uh, 
sub, uh, side bags, saddle, uh, not saddle bags, uh, uh, pouches, uh, satchels, pouches, 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 yeah. satchels, where like perhaps if someone who's done this to him has sent a message with him. Um, as you look through his belongings, you find some provisions, some food, a small flask of water attached to his hip, uh, hidden under his uh, plate of armor at the back. Uh, you check his scabbard. There's nothing in there. Um, in his main satchel, um, there are a number of small items. There's a dagger. There's um, a sex selection of rusted keys, uh, a small pouch of coins, and then a final pouch that um, is very tightly wrapped. It's like a, a leather, a small kind of leather pouch that's square or rectangular in shape almost that's very tightly wound and wrapped with a, another piece of leather that's kind of tied in a bow um aside from that there's nothing loose like a bit of paper or something scrawled like you know yeah this is what you get you wankers or anything like that mm. uh, that you can see from that perspective anything else you want to do with those belongings and that information i will deliberately make a point of putting the coin purse somewhere visible where everyone will see it so no nice. one else can come in the room and decide to go that they fancy that. I don't know um, what you mean. Um, <laughs> Nick, you're back in by this point, sorry. Can I just ask about oh, this thing? Oh, hey, hey, I, 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 I thought that, no, okay. All right. We're looking, we're looking for here. things that can help in us. Your we, hand. Robin him. We, we, we are not robbing him. Shush. And I'm just going to look at the leather patch thing that's there. And Is there any sense that this is still containing something? Or uh, Yes, yes, it very much is. It feels like it's um. It doesn't feel like something you'd you'd, you'd send a, a warning in though. It feels something of his. Um, but yeah, it feels like it's a leather. It's leather bound by leather binding around something. There's something within it. Okay, I'm going to open it. Think, looking for things to help him. I'm going to open it. Um, you open it up, and uh, as you realize, it's it's a single piece of leather that's kind of folded around to waterproof. Um, a collection of about 25 letters. Each letter has been opened very carefully and fastidiously along the top, cut by a knife along the top, and then the letter has been put back in um, for each one of them. I'm going to glance at the others confused by this. We should uh, probably leave that. That might belong to him. Ah, fair yeah, enough. that uh, might belong to him. Sure. Can um, I, can Emron will then. That's quite a good well, you got to give him that. Well, when the others do to Emron, I'll be like, I'll go get his sword, and Emron will go back out into the street to get his sword. Can I. The wounds that I've patched and he's still got, can I do an investigation check onto them to see if they were done by some kind of animalistic thing, or if they are similar kind of wounds as to what we would have suffered and probably still have scars for from our previous battle with the bandits or whatever that took Marota? Good question. Uh, yes, you can. Give me an investigation check, please, with Come advantage. On, with advantage. Ooh, well, first roll to 21 again. That's a fail. And then it's a 10, so 21. Yes, and it had to be high because you've already healed the wound. But um, this is kind of calling on your memory slightly, but also calling on your um, great eyesight, let's assume. Um, and what you notice is uh, a couple of things. You notice that the wound wasn't a clean cut at all so it was not that of a stab wound it did feel more like a tear or a rip you notice a number of separate entry wounds you notice uh they fit almost a slightly uh semicircular pattern and there are two sets of them all this information would deduce from that that this could be a bite of some description 
a rather vicious bite of some description. You also notice checking over other parts of his body, he does have a number of scratches across his palms and down the kind of front portion of his um, forearms, uh, down the section of his armor that wasn't actually protected, the kind of internal part, not the external part of his forearms, uh, giving you also the impression that this might have been an attack by a, a creature of some description, something with claws, uh, something with teeth. Okay, so you'd see Alpha just kind of pulling the skin to one side uh, every now and then, just trying to get really close into the wounds, um, give it a, a good check over, and then he turned to everybody else, say, I can deduce that these wounds were most likely caused by an animal rather than any kind of human. The shape and depth of the wounds themselves suggest a vicious attack. I Possibly even from a dragon. Alpha. Well, we sent him out on our own quest to find where Marota may have been taken to. He was taken, or she was taken by humans. Stab wounds and swords would suggest that he found them and they... We, we we need to get this this fella upright and ask him questions rather than the jade blood drops. That was who he said had done had taken Marota. That was the gang. Mm. These marks were done by no human. Maybe he found something else in Tetsuas. There was nothing saying that that's where they took her. Do, do we think another dose of healing is gonna get this fella upright? <laughs> Could it could be he's in a position where he just needs time. If he's lost a lot of blood, there's only a certain amount we can do. Um can I check him over? I've I've sort of put his sword over by the side and gone. Yeah, sorry, that was I, that was out there absolutely fine. Yeah, I, I think I figured that happened. Yeah. Um can I do a medicine check to see whether any more healing magic would, would, would aid his recovery or whether it's it's time that's needed now? Sure. Give me a medicine check, please. Twenty-two. You notice that there may be no external wounds, but something seems to be almost. Um, you can almost see the veins around the wound sticking out slightly more. Uh, they're slightly more obvious around it. Like it gives the impression, perhaps, of a poison. Gives the impression, perhaps, yeah. of something. And putting two two together with the bite. <clears throat> one could start to deduce a number of things that a bite could could bring with it. So yes, answer to your question, uh, another dose of healing would not go awry, possibly. I, More I healing could... I'm going to... I'll be right back. And uh, Nix is going to turn and head out the door. More healing could help him. If there's out else in him, it could be infection. If whatever's attacked him has dragged in any dirt or out, it could be that it needs something more to purge his system. More healing's not going to hurt him. Hmm. Reigns himself is going to kneel next to him, and having studied the arcane arts, he is going to either make a medicine or a karma check, whatever you prefer, to see whether this is a, a, a cure wounds jobby or a lesser restoration jobby. Uh, let's go with medicine. Eight. You assume at a push this doesn't seem like anything you've used lesser restoration for in the past. 
therefore I can't use it at the minute anyway. I'm just seeing whether Yeah, you'd assume you'd say the salves worked on something like this before. That you okay, remember from the past. We're dealing with here. NC, let's get a, a dose of the Auburn goodness into this fella. And NC will just come over, hover above him, and will just turn. His eyes will just go to a light green and the healing solvent. And the, science, the, sm- the smell faint of Auburn leaf tea will just dissipate into the room, cover the body of this poor fella. And I will dissipate a cure wounds into him myself. Lovely. What does that give him in terms of healing? Well, I'm casting it now. No worries. Oh, I've accidentally rolled it twice. It will be the first first one, which was yeah. seven points of healing. Lovely. Thank you very much. What does Auburn tea smell like, by the way? I'm trying to. Uh, I would imagine it. that it smells like some of the uh, particular. Uh, I don't really know the shrubberies that surround. Goldview, but I know that everything obviously gives it a slightly goldly orbiny hue, dependent on the um, tree ranges that surround the city and where these loose leaf teas will come from. So, whatever I guess the more common brands of gold viewing tea tastes like, I would imagine it's going to be something slightly similar to a uh, Earl Grey kind of style of tea. But that's just yeah. me. This is, we're fulfilling, for all our American listeners, we're really fulfilling our stereotype here. A bunch of Brits talking about tea. That's it. Like, all we got to yeah. do now is mention the is Queen. It, is it and... just me? Well, that cup of tea have... sounded really nice. Yeah, it does yeah, sound I really have good, noted yeah. down. I have noted down what, like, the, the kind of, like, uh, tree lines were like when Mark, we were coming into Goldview. So I was like, well, that would be the type of uh, tea leaves that would be readily available. And that's, that, that's exactly what I was thinking about when I described it as well, 100%. <laughs> That's what I was thinking about. I well, always knew how I wanted NC to heal. There you go. Oh, that's a nice touch, actually. Well, tally ho. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, I just wanted to get like a smell, you know, sens- <laughs> sensory. I enjoy enjoy them all. Not always want to catch you out. Anyway, um, yes, that healing uh, enters into his body. And- <laughs> easy, easy. You're okay. You're good. You're good. Take your time. He takes a few more breaths and looks around the room. His eyes dart quickly from person to person to the three of you. It's going to be a taste of Auburn leaf tea in your mouth for a while. That That's NC. He's just done that to, to, to bring you back around. But what the hell happened to you? Uh, he slowly kind of pulls himself up slightly, puffing the pillow up behind his back to clink him. And he goes, help me order this armor first, will you, pal? I'll tell you all. Just get this uh, damn stuff off me. Uh, I'm going to look at Emron and go, I don't know much about plate mail. Emron will uh, start helping. uh, Thank you, buddy. Thank you. And as you're slowly just taking off the armor. Sorry, go ahead. Okay. So you you take your time and just when you're you're of your own reach self, we'll sort this out. The... uh, Let's go for the arms first and then we'll work down from there. If that's all right. I know it's unorthodox, Uh, but... One thing at a time. Okay, and as you slowly work through uh, removing his armor, and we're going to quickly pop out to Nick's in your top secret uh, plan that you had. You went out, you left, going, I know what will help, and then run away. So yeah, it's pretty rudimentary now, but uh, Nick's runs out and he will head back outside to where uh, Barry was laying um, in his pool of his own blood. And uh, being a, a life on the seas, whenever they're hunting game and they wound it, they hunt via the blood 
droplets in the water. So Nyx is going to follow the blood trail from the wounds that Alpha so aptly described, leaking this blood. Uh, Nyx is going to try and pick it up and follow it. Cool. Okay, nice. Brilliant. All right. Um, you said it was quite rudimentary. This is like a whole little mini sub quest we've got going on. This is great. Okay, cool. Let's do it. Um, it just came into my mind. It just made why sense. Why not? Yeah. Fucking going with it. Absolutely. Let's do it. Um, okay, so you uh, approach the pool of blood where our knight, Sir Tanner Barry, first fell. And you see a large pool of blood. Um, could you please give me an investigation check, please, to see if you can notice any trails leaving, leading away from yes. this? 16. Or the trails that led. Absolutely. Thank you very much. You notice the trails, a single set of tracks, long, large, size 13, 14 feet, um, leading towards this trail of blood. And in and amongst these steps, left, right, left, right, you notice a number of uh, drops of blood uh, dotted down as you walk this back. You walk down the long alley and take a left onto a major road and follow that up a little bit before it quickly takes another left. He didn't spend long in a busy place. He seems to jump from alley to alley. Gives you the impression that he's a local because he knows his route. Uh, but you're walking backwards against the trail and you notice the blood is actually more intense the further along the trail you get as opposed to later on. Like he was starting to like, bits were starting to kind of recover the further along he got or his heart was beating slower either way. You turn back round right into an alley and you notice that he stopped. Um, you notice a small pool of blood behind some barrels uh, where he obviously took a second, may have leant up against it, sat down for a few minutes. You're not really sure. The That trail seems to end there as the mud dries up and you've just got cobbles behind you. Could you please give me a... Another well, it's up to you really. What, what do you want to look for? The, the trail of footprints kind of runs dry as the mud runs dry um what so would you I like don't to, see any more to be looking blood for next or anything like that is there still blood mixed in with the mud and stuff like that uh, there's no more sorry what i was getting yeah. is what you noticed yeah. first with the footprints the footprints are gone yeah you so look for just blood uh, now? following the your... footprints before and then seeing them just kind of like end where they did by the bowels as if he took a rest uh nix is going to check the bowels for any handprints of someone kind of uh, leaning on it see if there's any residue of blood or matter of uh, human tan tan barry's a human isn't he yeah so he'd be looking for yeah, some sort of just a big guy human sediment somewhere or blood uh mixed in with the mud uh that he can that he can kind of find getting right close to it like I, eyes close to yeah the another mind, investigation to the point where kind of his long tongue because he's a tiefling kind of just almost just trying to taste the blood in the air if you can imagine his tongue like almost grazing the mud but it's not it's almost sensing the iron that's mixed in along the ground just to see nice okay yeah give me a, another investigation check please uh no actually don't give me a give me a perception check the way you described that was you were like perceiving through the senses. Well, they were both the fucking same. Six. Uncanny. Uncanny, yeah. The trail runs dead. You get nothing at that point. You know the alleyway is long and singular. There are no turnings left or right off from it, though, as you look down the, the, the length away from the main road. 
However, looking around, tongue out, tasting, smelling for it, somehow it, you don't notice any markings on the floor, no handprints, no taste, no smell of the blood, aside from that current location. Uh, coming out of the almost devil-like uh, trance that he was in when he was kind of hunting for blood, as it were, he stands back up, takes a look down the alley, see if there is any left or rights from where the 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 rest point was of uh, Barry, and then uh, dejected, but at least he knows which way he went uh, and could show the others if he thought Alpha could find a uh, better way to track, uh, will make his way back to uh, the room where he left. Thank you very much. The armour of the hulking man that is Mr. Barry. Mr. Barry. B-A-R-R-I, by the way. I thought it gave... Not Mr. Barry, B-A-R... Barry. All right, Barry. Um... I didn't even realize when I wrote it. I looked at like Bari, I think. I prefer I thought, Mr. Barry. He's now Mr. Barry, said, Barry to Barry. Barry. So Barry to you. It's so Barry to you. Um, the armor's now off and he seems so much smaller now without the large pauldrons and armor that adorns his body and seems almost quite fragile in his current state given the hulking behemoth of a man that saved you all in the rain not 24 hours ago. He uh, exhausted at taking off his armor at the help and behest of Emron, sits back down on the bed after he uh, pulls off the rest of his his armor on his feet and legs and sits, takes a few couple of deep breaths, almost kind of writing himself again. I see uh, it hasn't taken long for you all to return the favor. One good deed uh, deserves another, to be fair. You know, it's all about you helped us, we helped you. It's what friends are for. Um, Did you find Marolda? I'm sorry to get to the point, and I know you're not very well, but... No, I appreciate your sure-headedness, my friend. Please just pass me that jug of water next to your uh, your little friend, uh, if you wouldn't I, uh, mind. Do you want tea or do you want water? Just some water to clean my throat, please, would be fantastic. Okay. I'll go to the jug and just pour him some water. Oh, thank you. He gulps back the entire thing before turning back to you. I didn't find your friend Maruta, but I did find some information that might be useful to you. Down in the sewers, there are a number of entities down there, and I have a number of contacts. I've been here for quite some time now, and I know it isn't the honorable place to go in the sewers, but it's where one goes if one needs information. And Many years ago, I founded my home for quite some time here in Goldview. You seek the jade blood drops. For that information, I already told you. Marks down the the side of the neck, three red tears on the left side. To mark those that are of that kin and of that clan. Renowned they are in these parts for using whatever means they have to get and take what they want. Usually, however, they work as scavengers or people were easily bought or sold. They're called Marota the Valkyrie. I have some information on that also. But one line of inquiry at a time, please, my friend. Upon entering the sewers, I noticed a few individuals that might be of use. Firstly, I came across a man of nefarious means, dressed in all purple, one of the Abkriskra. He seems to be corrupted of some kind, and he did offer me information, but for an amount of money I did not have upon my person. 
This alone I was going to bring back to you, 250 gold pieces, he said, and he could help with the location of a captured half-orc female that he saw not too long ago being led away. This information I took and continued to work through, hoping to find more information. And more information I did find. I came across a friend of mine, a very old friend. We grew up in the streets together. He is under hard times and soon will pass. But he told me he noticed a number of these individuals, the jade blood drops, talking, not with Morotza, but talking about the Valkyrie. He didn't get a location, but he heard that they needed to keep her there for a few days before they could take her down south. Now where this there is, I do not know. But we have a location, my friends. We have a direction of travel. They're moving her out of the city and towards the south. There's only one thing down there from here, and it's the barren sands of the border on Dralak and all the heathen life that happens that side of the border in the sands. Marola said she was from Dralak. Do you think this is some way connected to to her life there? All I know is that the jade blood drops work out of Goldview. They'll take payment from anyone, and I don't think they personally have a stake in it, but they probably have. They're probably working for someone, paying them vast amounts of gold to capture this person. Take and, her down. and forgive me, forgive me, but you said this up Kriskra fella also was looking for a Valkyrie? No, he had information about it. He had seen it, apparently. He'd seen which direction they were traveling in, but I did not have the money in order to pay him for the information. I was so to- we, we know where some of the blood drops are, and we know they're trying to take us south, so... And we know also that they're not going to make it to the border for a couple more days, that they're going to hold her somewhere for a few so, days before they cross. So, so we she's have time still, to find her. Absolutely. She's still this side of Insleetgard Kingdom. But where, between here and the border of Dralak, is she? That's our well, next line of inquiry, I believe. Did you think that it means they weren't going to move her from the city for a few days, or...? Either way, I think our best bet of getting the roller back is to wait until they're out of Goldview. We, we, well, we no, jump, we, no, we jump say. down those sewers, we're going to get more of the same of what's happened to this fella. You asked Problem about is, the Valkyrie. We do. And I also haven't told you how I came into my injury. Now, firstly, the injury. He lowers his head at this point and looks down. My my honour and my foolhardiness said I could power ahead. I'd made some honourable steps towards writing my name by helping you individuals, and I wanted to go one step further. I thought I could maybe just find her, find her, bring her back. And I caught up to some of the jade blood drops, and I slew many. I crushed the head of one man, broke another's arms, smashed someone against the side of the sewer wall. Their numbers were insurmountable, and they had with some this creature, this, and he looks down to his left side where the wound was, 
this demon hound thing that ripped apart out of me, and I must admit I had to retreat. So be careful when we move forward. They have more than just the humans with them. They have this thing, this animal, this vicious creature with red eyes and black teeth. It seems like something out of the blight hole itself. He takes one breath, another sip of the water. And finally, I must say, I will say this and then I must rest. The Jade Blood Drops seem to think that Maruta, some famed assassin slash individual that is highly sought after, big bounty on her head, allegedly. I've looked at the posters. I've seen them for Valkyrie. They're up all over Sleetgard, and it's the, there's no similarity between them. I don't know why they think they're getting so confused by her, but they were convinced that Marota is the Valkyrie, this famed, uncapturable person that many kingdoms are after. I don't see how they came into this information or where the similarity lies, but I pass on what I know. And unless you have any burning quick questions, then that's no, all the information I have. Yeah, you rest. I have questions, but they're not for you. Yeah, you've, sure. you've, you've done us right. We need to decide. Um, we'll make sure that um, that you've got board here for a while and we'll, we'll, so they can, they can look after you. We need to decide what, what our plan is then. Do tell me though where you go. I, I I will endeavor to catch up and help you wherever I can. I've made a promise then to help you, my friends, and I I, I will not rest until we find your companion. Aye, right. we we appreciate that. We'll uh, we'll, we'll let you rest. We'll we'll okay. leave, leave the room and let you rest. Just one final thing. That chap, the Abkrisker, in the sewers, awful man. But I did never get the information from him. He might know more, but be aware. He's asking 250 gold for the information. Now, haggling might be part of it, but I feel he won't budge much on the price. So it depends. The question is to you, how much is your friend worth to you? We might be able to uh, call upon his uh, sense of goodness, Berit. The Abkriska and goodness seem oxymoronic, but good luck. Right. I must. You, I must rest. You rest, friend. Emron Alpha. I need a word with you before Nix gets back. All right. As we move out into the corridor, I'll immediately say to these two: Now we ran into these jade monkeys in the first place, and um, Marilda deliberately has chosen to keep from us in that entire first fight. That that they they seem to know her. So there is there's there's. there's I want to help Marola, but we have to accept the fact that there is a lot we don't know about her. I mean, we didn't know that there were uh, there were these uh, jade blood drops down into sewers. Um, maybe it was just an associate group. But I know what you mean. Um, but she's done a lot for us. You know yeah, it. it she- I she 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 did us right in the uh, in the other world, and she's stuck by us. 
We or well, at least we, we get it back, but maybe I don't know. I feel like we need some honesty. We need to know what what's really going down here. Well, either Nix is a friend or isn't a friend, knows her for a long time or doesn't, because he tells it both ways. And I'll be honest, he's probably full of shite. So. Well, that that's not really up for dispute, but we, we we could do with the truth out of him before. But my point is that it might be that whatever truth we get, don't really shine light on Marota's situation. Can't you do the thing? Aren't I, I wasn't there in the otherworldly thing, but aren't you able to like make him do the right thing? Well, no, that's not how this works. His 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 task was to. You know, follow follow my moral compass, as it were. And I can ask him, and if he chooses to lie, then that's his, his choice, and it'll have comeuppance when it comes down to it. But I don't, I can't force folk to do out. Uh, oh, well, I'm not, not trying not to get my you. I, I just don't know how it works. This, 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 is, this has been a most confusing arrival. To this side of the world. Well, either side. Once Nick gets here, we can ask him. And then I think our job has to be, if you're right, if you don't want to go down to Suez to, or wherever I, they I are. I just to, think to... we're going to get more of the same of what happened to this fella. I think once they're out of Goldview, we're attracting an awful lot of attention to ourselves when we were and deliberately I, trying not to do that. I totally agree. But once we leave, get out of Goldview, there's a whole host of countryside and the like that they can disappear into. Which might be more tricky for us to follow, but I get what I get. You meaning? We've got some preparations to do. We need to make sure we've, you know, we're not exactly dressed or equipped for this kind of fight. We need to be, and we need to have all to facts. Maybe trying to find as much information as we can about when or how they're moving her to then plan our rescue. Even if it is, we find out how they're shifting around the city, and we, as you say, get them out in the countryside. Reigns at that, it's just going to like snap his fingers and, and remember Emron saying something. That's good, Emron. It reminds me. I'm going to hold, pull out one of my Rubik's Cubes and I'm going to put up the tavern notice boards on there and I'm going to bring up the one about the elven ear shot and go, we might want to start looking in nefarious places and, and asking questions and just ruffling some feathers. And uh, We've got to be careful though because if we uh, you know, cause ripples in water, it might lead back to them. But I, I get your feelings. We've got to put out some feelers. We can do it with nuance and subtlety. And maybe this Elvin, we go there and, and, and claim to be looking for these people. I mean, you can read this notice for yourself. He ain't exactly a, uh, he ain't you're exactly right. above the board. Maybe that's a place to start turning over. Well, right, let's, let's, let's tool up. Wait, where the bloody hell's Nick's gone? And just at that, Nick turns the corner into the corridor, uh, wet, dripping, uh, he is slightly panting as he enters in and sees you uh, all stood there in the corridor. Ah, Nick's just the man. Oh. Where have you been? Nothing. Oh, unfortunately. Okay. What, what did you I find? Thought I had tracked where Mr. Barry had gone. Um, I think I got so far and then I lost his, I lost his trail. Uh, well, you, well, you tried. Good luck. Go and find where he was attacked, because obviously he must have been on the right path. We, 
to Marota if he got attacked. No one would just, I assume so. We've got some info. We've got some information on Marolda from our, he's our friend in there who's now resting. We'll, we'll fill you in. He, he's, well, he's he was. Now, no, he's he's got a heading. Um, we have got... Well, yeah, damn, well, let's set I've got an idea that I want to run Hoist the sails. Let's go and get our friend back. Uh, I, I, I like... I actually am <laughs> agreeing with Nix. Now, Nix, we're going to go uh, go talk to Again, some... Talk, um, but we not just necessarily talk. above-board shopkeep. Yeah. Yeah, but no, we think this person may be able to give us a, a, a steer in the right direction. But we might need your, uh, we might need you to, to to do that thing that you do when you say a lot of things and confound people. Right? <laughs> Where are we going? What's the Essentially, plan? Essentially, we we know the uh, we know the jade blood drops. Ava, from Barry. what uh, Tanner Barry was saying, it sounds like they're going to move her down towards Dralak. We're gonna. We got at least a few days oh. before they intend to move her. Hold on, Dralak. So that gives us a few days to find out where she is. Dralak, that's where Marauder's from. Now, here's the thing: we don't have any leads per se on where to find these uh, jaded, whatever the fucks. But what we do know is that they're well connected in this city, and they move um, things around in terms of that smuggling. So, because we found that chest right with all that silver in it, so we're gonna go to this not above board Elven earshot. Elvin seeing if we can find a way to find them. Yeah, it was on the. I'm going to hold up the Rebus cube again. It was on that notice board. Look, you can see he's clearly asking for someone who's not afraid to work underneath the law. We've we ain't got much to go on, but it's a start, and we start ah, shaking there. We go go there, but before we do that, we might want to get ourselves prepared. 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 Be well, prepared. <laughs> Fucking hell. Yeah, what what do you in. need? What do you need? Because I'm... I... Well, we need uh, bandages, provisions, because we don't know once we get on this route. It's fair to say we may be leaving the city, so yeah, we should. Exactly. We're leaving we, the city. We should be prepared to leave uh, we may well, have if we to. have to. We may have to. We have to consider But my point market. is what we don't want to do is find out where she is in... And what's happening? And they're then moving. Right, now we need to go they're moving there, Nick. We're not. We're not abandoning. No, 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 no. Not about that. I'm all about finding Marota. Just leaving the city is. We think they might try and move her, and our best chance is getting them. Right when they try I mean, and move her, you're not wrong. That's a sound plan. Uh, when do you think? Do you know when they're going to move her? We've got two days, or so, or a couple of days. So we heard. So we're going to try and get Marola back in Goldview. We've got okay. two days to do it. I have some people that I need to go and see. Just a so old Chaz? friend. I need to let them know where I'm going to be. Well, we we need to pull I'm resources. Here. You're I'm the here. most At local man we've got here. With a little so, twirl and a nod. And this, what this do you know about Marola's? This guy in the elven shop as well is going to be slippery as anything, and you're Careful slippery friend. as anything. You're going to be the best person <laughs> to, to hold that conversation. No judgments, please. Okay, no judgment, but I still think you're the best person to, to talk to this. And you want me to talk to him to find out where Marota is? Well, I we're going to go together, but you might be the one to have the way with words. Ascertain. To, uh, Make him 
where Marauder could be or who these okay, jade Okay, so I'm going to go and talk to an elf about who the fuck the jade <laughs> droplet blood things are. Well, we don't know if he's well, an no, elf. Look, we know look. he has a shop called the Elven Ear. We're going to go there and perhaps make it sound like we're of the type of people that he might want to work with. And then maybe we can try and get more information about right. perhaps the jade blood drop. So you want a ruse. And go from there. Well, why didn't you say so? We need to go to sure. a clothes shop. Sure. We need to go and get our hair done. And we need to look like low lives, my friends. If we're doing this, we're doing it properly. And on that bombshell, as he decides, and I feel like we're going to have a, a, a shopping montage next episode, that's where we're going to leave it for this week's episode of the Fellowship of the Tabletop. Ah, oh, good stuff, guys. Can I just say, Darren, good memory yeah. as well. I know it was. there's only been 16 episodes or so. I think we introduced that notice board about a long time ago. 14 episodes ago. Yeah. And, um, I, and and you were like, boom, I'm pull that out, nefarious, and he's totally right, and what a it good shot. It was the only one on that notice own. board that was like, kind of like, dodgy if you want to be a bit dodgy as fuck, then, yeah. so it was like, well, well, really good idea. Want, I these, fuckers, these fuckers are clearly well connected across the city, so dodgy as fuck. Yeah, yeah. I genuinely I didn't know where you'd go, what route you'd go down, and that is such an interesting route, and I'm really we pleased to buy some healing on. potions. Shopping in montage. Right, uh, we also need to figure out how much money we have yeah so next episode uh, well, I'll tell you who will be on the podcast as well um, please make sure you uh, have an idea about what you want to purchase before we get into it just so I can I've got my uh, money set some so. stuff up <laughs> yeah I'll also figure out how much cash you've got on you uh, bearing in mind that the the Society of Anna mentioned that if you wanted information from the Chris Command it's 250 gold uh, at full price and it depends gold or a few broken fingers um, that's, that's the information he had uh, so uh, it's up yeah, to anyway, you anyway this is a discussion once we finish recording absolutely <laughs> I mean, well just a question oh for, uh, Nick's just rolling in it mate yeah, Nick's just rolling in it he's, he's, we he's have loaded. some form of like cohesive yeah. end here no, that yeah. I can never these poor folks off you know what if we wanted a kit, if, like, like, if you stick around, anyone who's listening, let to this, our viewers contact us. Mark, go and on that note, and you hung around for this. I apologise. You should normally get some sort of yeah, well, but this is like a BTS. This is the nerd stuff that everyone. You know, people like I don't know. I would it's it's hearing like the, our excitement is, about what. Yeah, exactly. Is. It means we're not just doing this just to release it to our millions and millions a and millions, millions of listeners out there, and, um, and it's too because we love it. We do because we love it and it's great fun and we're all mates and it's all nice to just catch up every week it's like and have a chat. You guys are here with us D&D as we're drinking a beer I love you guys. and just chatting. How nice is that? We're very personal at this podcast. And if you, if you want to, start, if you want now to trying like, to give get, me a you know, segue. Get in touch with no, the no, no. You can't feed it to me like that after what I've just said. <laughs> then, then it's too forced. Do you know what I mean? It's too forced. Gobble, gobble. In fact, for once, for once in our, the first time ever, Let's just sign it off with a farewell. Farewell! Oh, wow. Wow. Oh, 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 wow.